Hello, hello, hello. You're welcome to the Devil in Me podcast. It's a really, really good time to be a Man United fan now. It's wonderful feelings all over. It was a thrashing, a bullying, a beating, a walloping, a devastation campaign that was visited upon Leeds by Man United over the weekend. And we're here to talk all about it. My name's Kwame, and let's get into it. We'll look basically at three things, three things to take away from the match, three things that I I thought were most interesting about the game. And as the title uh, suggests, it's the Bruno Papa show. It was just beautiful to watch the two of them conduct themselves on the pitch. Shout out to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Oli Ball is in full force. That's what you want. Not only temper my excitement with caution by saying that Leeds are a team that play very openly. They're expansive. They're on to you, they come at you and so they open up a lot of spaces and for a team like Man United it's Christmas when you play like that against us, it's Christmas so while it was good, beautiful uh, attacking football I don't think we're going to have an easier game than this particular one this season that said Let's get right into it. Number one, Varane's unveiling. That was pretty dope. Pretty dope, wasn't it? I mean, it, it must have been very emotional for the fans at Old Trafford. Because even watching all the way from Ghana, I had some chills. I thought it was a pretty classy thing from the club to do. Uh, for the club to do, to show him off in that manner. Through all the excuses, we're just to buy enough time without unveiling at Old Trafford. So, kudos to whoever brought up the idea. I think it's really, really appreciated by the fans. Everyone loved it. I haven't seen a negative comment on it, either Twitter, YouTube, wherever. Everybody's singing. Praises, people are excited, they're happy about it. And Varan couldn't contain himself, he smiled all the way through. All the way through, he smiled. So that was that was pretty enjoyable. So it was a, it was a really good way to start that day to, to open and to welcome the fans to Old Trafford. It was just brilliant. And so after that, I think the fans were just pumped. They it was they described the atmosphere as just crazy. It was noisy. Even several minutes after the game, people were still there singing. It was, it was really charged and so it really set the tone for how the rest of the game went. So it was a really good start to it. Second thing to note, number two, England beware. The Pogba Bruno lad very much alive, very, very much alive and it threatens to do more harm it's pretty clear to the eye but it's even more satisfying when the stats say as much passing that twack from the Leeds game 
And this is from uh, Maren Penaiti. Ask Maren Penaiti on Twitter. If you don't know who she is, she's a... Well, she's a tweeter on the data analytics side of Twitter, football data analytics. She seems to be a Man United fan because she posts a lot about Man United. So I just assume that she is. And she just has a lot of informative visualizations and statistics. She puts them together in a really easy way to understand. And she presents information in a really good way there. I think everyone should check out her account on Twitter at Marampa90. Maram A R A M P R 90 N I M E T Y on Twitter. Very, very formative account. And she suggests the passing network of the players expose this very interesting stat. Pogba and Bruno had the highest exchange of passes, followed by Maguire Lindelof. Which, and I guess, I expected that Maguire Lindelof would have that connection. Centre-backs, they pass the ball to themselves a lot, so I expected that they'd have the highest, but it was between Pogba and Bruno, they had the highest volume of passes between themselves, so that was interesting. It means that these guys are looking for each other when they have the ball. And it's not just in the volume of passes, it's in the quality of the passes also. They found themselves in advanced and threatening areas with these passes. So it's a really good thing to be excited about, really good thing to be excited about, that connection, that Pog Brew or Brew Pog, I'm not sure how that's going to uh, pan out. I'm not sure how, I'm sure people have people have more creative names and I'll just hold on for that. That connection is threatening to be absolutely dangerous. We're going to devastate defenses with that. So we just go through some basic stats, you know, individually Pogba Bruno, how did they do? It is very interesting. Very interesting to watch them. But the eye test does it for me. You can see the connection and how good they are, the influence they have in the team. It's clear to see, but it's also always very good to have sets behind them. So Bruno created three chances, he took four shots. Three of them were in target and he scored three goals. Then you have Bogba with five chances created, assisting four goals, and he took two shots. And certainly Pogba had a chance to open the scoring with that beautiful pass that was put that, that was put in front of him by Mason Greenwood. And, I, mean, I, I thought he had scored. I was celebrating, only to realise the ball had fallen behind uh, a goal. It was quite interesting. He, he could have just hit the ball, easily opened himself up, curled the ball into the far post, or just hit it one time with his left foot. And he decided to be a little more elaborate <laughs> with his finishing. You know, it's Popper try to be a little too cheeky and he just missed it it was it was a terrible miss it was a pretty bad miss and at that point i'm sure people you know the pogba haters must have been fuming i'm sure they they must have felt oh there we go again same old pogba but after that it was just brilliant 
after brilliant, after brilliant, after brilliant. The pass that he put through to Mason Greenwood, that's just absolutely divine. Heaven sent. The weight of the pass, he just fell right in front of him. He didn't have to slow down. He didn't have to break a stride. He just run. Mason Greenwood talking about him. He just run right into the ball and just touched it and continued. And I must say that, it, well, it was a wonderful pass to put him through. It was even, well, maybe not even more impressive, but it was very impressive how he conducted himself with the ball after that. And, uh, eventually getting a goal with it was just even better. Mason Greenwood is is a man and maybe we'll get him later. But for Popper was unplayable. He was simply unplayable. Bruno doing his thing. And you know, it was a good day. It was a good day. I was very excited watching the game. It was I liked that they equalised right after half time. It was 1-1, and so it, it, just, it made the game even better. Instead of just 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, it was 1, and then they equalised right after half time, and then all of a sudden everyone was at the edge of their seats. As they came back on level terms, are we, is, it, is it going to be one of those games? And then Paul Popper did that with that ball, just opened them up and the rest is history. So Bruno Pogba is very much alive and you know, given that they are most creative players, it's so satisfying to see. I pity defences have to deal with them. You add Rashford's, Greenwood's and Cavani's movement, Sancho's guile and creativity, the solid defence that we've created and it looks like we're going to embark on a serious torture campaign this season. Going to devastate teams. I'm absolutely excited for the next game. Just bring it on. Bring it on. I want it. Number three, Greenwood, McFred and James are unsung heroes. Solid performance from them. James, I'm going to start with James, he's very disrespectful, I think he deserves more love from the fan base. I've heard many people call him useless, Daniel James is absolutely useless, I see no reason why Oli starts him. People say the darndest things, I mean, it's, I find that to be a very stupid thing to say, but it's it's like saying Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has no tactics, I think it's, these are statements that are equal in their lack of quality. Oli has no tactics. Daniel James is useless. The pressures that he applies, the way he presses, he's quite skilled at it. So the way he presses, he doesn't just, he doesn't just run onto players. It's a very you know, calculated way of pressing, cutting of passing lanes by running, running at them. It's very interesting, making it difficult for them to play out. So he's very good at it. He wins second balls, he recovers a lot of balls. For us, he does a lot of defensive work. He covers for other people. And he does score goals and provide assists. Let's not forget that. 
game. I think last season he had about five goals and four assists or something. I'm not too sure. But he does chip in his goals and assists. So I really don't get the, the abuse that is targeted towards him. I, I just don't get it. He's a really good player. He works his heart out. Okay, he puts everything on the pitch when he's on there. So uh, I like him. I like Daniel James. And the same goes for Mac Fred, McTominay and Fred. They put it all out there. They run the show. Okay, Popper and uh, Bruno Greenwood, they scored goals and they were the flashier part of our game. But Mac Fred, they bossed that midfield. They held it down. They run right. They just absolutely owned it. The strength, the power. Okay, they just, they really handled it. Tommy especially, he just looked so comfortable, so grown up in that role. I think people are starting to really hope that he can grow into the DM that uh, people call for. But it was, it was really good to watch them. I am not one of those people who thinks they're terrible footballers and they're not qualified to be to be wearing a United shirt. I wholeheartedly disagree. The, it's not like United have always had a hundred percent of world-class players. My friend are a really competent partnership, or is a really competent partnership, and they're fit for purpose, especially for a game like this. You want them in there, just running things running at people, putting in tackles, knocking people down, winning balls, progressing the balls forward. I, I did really well today, really, really well today. So I hope the hate will die down and we, they can see some more love because they contribute so much. And then of course, Mason Greenwood. He's a man now, isn't he? He's, he's a man. The way he conducts himself on the pitch, he doesn't seem out of place, very confident. He dribbles very well, so composed on the ball. I think his dribbling is very much overlooked. He can dribble for real. He's a good passer of the ball too. And he's fast. I didn't realize how fast he was until that ball that he took you know, from Pogba until he received the pass from Pogba for the second goal really fast just blazing on that left side the defender couldn't contain him it's beautiful so it's really fast as well and i mean his finishing has never been in doubt and it's rather intentional the way he does it that's how you know you know that when he hits the ball it's exactly what he wanted to do it's not like you shoot the ball and so you know there are some goals that are scored that you think he just he shot the ball with an intention to score and with hope that it would score, but it didn't really, it didn't really have it all calculated. All right, I don't know if I'm making sense on this, but you watch Greenwood, he hits the ball and you know that he wanted the ball to go exactly where it went. It's, it's such a good thing, it's such a good feeling to watch him. And I think he's, he's making it more difficult for Oligon Solskjaer to drop him, I mean, at this point. People want him to start. I wonder if Martial can get in, in this team if Mason Green keeps on like this. Martial has to step up. He really has to step up. Because Mason is not going anywhere. 
whether on the left or on the right or through the middle. I think he does his best work from the left, but anywhere he plays, he looks really good. And every game you see growth in the boy. I'm, I'm just so impressed with him. I'm so impressed with Mason Greenwood. And so I hope that, you know, he can push Martial, because I am a Martial fan. I'm a big, huge fan of Martial. I hope that Mason Greenwood's form can push him to really up his game. Because when he's on top of his game, Martial, he's unplayable as well. He's just unplayable. One thing that he has that I don't think any of our strikers, any of our forward, our forwards has is his ability to receive the ball with his back to go. So strong and so intelligent with it. He can get the ball and keep it, find something to lay it off to someone else, make a run forward. He's he's very good, very strong, physically imposing and he's he seems to have gotten slightly bigger if I'm not mistaken. It could be the haircut. The hairstyle makes him look a bit fuller or he's just really built up a little bit more muscle. So I'm, I'm excited about this team. It's just I can't wait for the next game. I just can't wait for the next game. I hope it comes really soon. Anyway, thank you very much. It's it's rather interesting putting this together, and uh, I'll see you later. Bye bye. Artlist.io.